All praises to the Most High Brothers and Sisters, I am your host, the Apostle Ruben. In this short podcast episode, we're going to be talking about the reward of the saved. Now, I know there are preachers that have told you you're going to have a life in the sky, but as I've done the podcast episode entitled, You Don't Go to Heaven After Death, we pretty much see with scriptures that that life in the sky is not the case. But there are other chapters and verses that tell you about the reward of those who are saved. Let's go into those scriptures in this podcast episode. All praises to the Most High brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Ruba. We're going to be taking a look at the reward of the saved. The reward of the saved. And I'm going to be starting in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I'm going to be reading verses 44. Then I'm going to drop down to verses 47. Then I'm going to read 51 and 52. Because what I want you to see, brothers and sisters, is that there is a reward of the saved. Now, I I had done a podcast episode that was titled, You Do Not Go to Heaven When You Die. And the reason why I did that, brothers and sisters, is because many preachers have used 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7 through 9, when it talks about we would rather be absent outside of the body and be present with the Lord. But they fail to read Psalms 140, verse 13, which says, Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto thy name. The upright shall dwell in thy presence. So, brothers and sisters, the upright are those that keep the law, according to Psalms 119, verse 7. Psalms 119, verse 7 says, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart, when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. The judgments are the law. So, I can't see how people that don't keep the law think they're going to be in the presence of the Lord. (laughs) I don't see how. But talking about this new body, brothers and sisters, I have to I have to tell you that Paul agrees with what it says in Psalms 140, verse 13, when he says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 34, awake to righteousness and sin not. Transgress the law not. 1 John 3 and 4 says sin is transgression of the law. For some have not the knowledge of God, which is Proverbs 2 and 5. It comes from keeping the law if you read Proverbs 2 and 1 through 5. I speak to your shame. And shame is what you get when you don't keep the commandments according to Jeremiah 3.25. See, brothers and sisters, you have to understand what the meaning of what Paul Paul's writings are. They're all from the First Testament. Because he said in Acts 24... Verse 14, and I read this quite a bit, but I'm going to read it for those that have heard this for the first time. Acts 24, 24, verse 14 says, But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. So Paul wrote based upon what was written in the law, and from the prophets, because they had the Holy Ghost. He said it 
In Acts 28, verse 25, Isaiah had the Holy Ghost. Christ said in Mark 12, 36, David had the Holy Ghost. And of course, my favorite, 1 Peter 1, verse 11. I'm going to read that real quick. 1 Peter 1, 11 says this, searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify which it testified before the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Now, if you read in verse 10, 1 Peter 1 10, it says, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesy of the grace that should come unto you. Verse 11, searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. So the prophets prophesied not only the sufferings of Christ, but the glory that should follow in the second coming, which preachers sweep up under the rug and hide so that you won't be revealed the destruction that is coming in Christ's second coming. Let's look at the book of 1 Corinthians 15, 44. I want to read this. It says, it is sown a natural body, the body we have now. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Raised a spiritual body. Let's get the book of John chapter 5. John chapter 5, verses 28 and 29. Now, brothers and sisters, before I read this, I'm going to just let you in on this. In John 3.13, Christ says, no man has ever gone up to heaven except the one that has come from heaven, which is the Son of Man, which is in heaven. No man has ever gone up to. Now, remember, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12 and 2, be very mindful, brethren, when you read this. Be very mindful. There are stages of heaven. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12 and 2, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body I cannot tell or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such a one caught up to the third heaven. And when Paul was caught up to the third heaven, he wasn't caught up to the third heaven in body. He was caught up to the third heaven in vision. Let me prove that. Let's get the book of Acts chapter 22, verse 17. Acts 22, verse 17. Acts 22, verse 17 says, And it came to pass that when I was come again into Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance, trance, vision, and saw him saying unto me, make haste, this is Christ, and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem, for they will not receive thy testimony concerning me. So Paul, that's why he says, in the body I cannot tell, out of the body I cannot tell, because he was in a trance. Prophets went through this trance all the time. For back, Let's get back to 1 Corinthians, because I've got a lot to cover. 1 Corinthians 15 Verse 44 again said, it is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, there is a spiritual body. Now, 
Knowing that there are three levels of heaven, man has never gone up to the third heaven. The supporting scripture is 1 Timothy. See, Paul continues to write, and you must have these chapters and verses, brothers and sisters, in order to confront these lying preachers because they lie all the time. They do not know the Bible as you think. 1 Timothy 6.15 says, In which times he shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, who only hath immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto. Angels can. The Father is there, but man has never approached that light, which because it says no man can approach it. Christ is dwelling in the light of heaven. No man can approach that light, whom no man has seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. So <clears throat> no one has ever gone to heaven. But Paul says in verse 44 that the natural there is a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. Let's get to the book of John chapter 5. This is why they teach you the doctrine of heaven, because they don't want to let you know the truth. John chapter 5, verses 28 and 29. I'm going to, and verse 29 is the key. It says, it, show, it says in verse 28, I'm reading John chapter 5, verse 28 and 29. It says, marvel not at this, for the hour cometh, in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. This is the voice of Christ. And shall come forth, they that have done good, uh-oh, unto the resurrection of life. Uh-oh. And they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. See, there. remember, the Bible goes by resurrections, not you floating off into the sky. Resurrections. Let's get Daniel chapter 12. Let's see how John recorded Christ writing this. Let's go to the book of uh, Daniel chapter 12, because it's the same thing that is written by Daniel. Daniel chapter 12, verse 2, he says, many of, them that, many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, like Christ says, and some to shame and everlasting contempt, damnation, damnation, damnation. Verse 3 of Daniel chapter 12, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. See, brothers and sisters, they that turn many unto righteousness. Let's get Wise and righteousness is the key words. The book of Psalms chapter 19, verse 7. Psalms chapter 19, verse 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. That's the only thing that converts you is the law. You find that in Acts 2.38, Acts 3.19. We must be converted. Even in Matthew uh, 18, verse 3. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 7. 
the book of Proverbs 28, verse 7 says, Whoso keepeth the law is a wise son, but he that is a companion of righteous men shameth his father. So the wisdom, the wise, keep the commandments. Remember, he said that they, in Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, they and they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Uh-oh. And they that turn many unto righteousness, many to righteousness. What is righteousness? Let's get the book of Isaiah, who had the Holy Ghost, by the way, Acts 28, 25, tells you that Isaiah's, Isaiah's had the Holy Ghost. Let's see what the Holy Ghost showed him in Isaiah 51, verse 7. It says, Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. My law. Fear not ye the reproach of men, neither be ye afraid of their reviling. See, brothers and sisters, the law, that's why it says good and evil. John 5, verse 28 and 29. The resurrection of the law keepers, the resurrection of the unlaw keepers, the ones that don't keep them, the ungodly, will be to shame and contempt, as Daniel says, and it shall be to damnation as Christ is. That's why they teach you that other gospel heaven. Let's go back to the book of 1 Corinthians. Let's take a look at this body. So we know, brothers and sisters, that there are going to be resurrection of good and evil. Now, let, let's, let, me, let me point out a couple of scriptures. Let's look at the good and the evil. I like showing you this because it is good to show you. It is good to read the Bible. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 17 and 18. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 17 says, Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes. He hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is right and good, good, good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest go in and possess the good land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers. Now let's take a look at evil. Let's get Proverbs 29, verse 6. This is what these things mean, brothers. So Proverbs 29, verse 6 says, In the transgression of an evil man there is a snare. Transgression deals with evil. I want to stop right there and reach you one that's, that's really going to catch your eye. So we know... That in Proverbs 29, verse 6, evil deals with transgression, which, and brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter that they say, oh, we we worship God. No, brothers and sisters, the Bible says in John 4, 24, that you must worship God in spirit, with your mind, and in truth, with the law. The truth is in the law. Romans 2 and 20, Malachi 2 and 6, Psalms 119, verse 151. Got to, got to have chapter and verse. Got to have chapter and verse. Proverbs 13, verse 21 says this. Evil, evil pursueth sinners. Transgression of the law. People who transgress the law. But to the righteous, those that keep the law, good shall be repaid. Now let's make sure we understand that the righteous keep the law. Luke again, Luke chapter 1 verse 6, and then we're going to take a look at this spiritual body. Luke 1 and 6. Luke chapter 1 verse 6 says, and they were both righteous before God. Righteous before God, 
walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. So we that keep the law, the Sabbath, the holy days, not these days that they give you to keep like Easter, Christmas. So that's days of man, Easter, Christmas, Sunday, Valentine's Day. None of those days are in the Bible. None of them. Pastor's anniversaries, none of them. Choir anniversaries, none of them. Baby day, dog day, cat day, none of them. They're all, these are all days designed from man to keep you from getting this new body. This reward that we're going over. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 47 says, The first man is of the earth, earthly. The second man is of the Lord from heaven. Now this body that God is going to bring with him is your reward. That's why Christ says this in Revelations 22, verse 14. Watch. Revelations 22, verse 12, I mean. It says, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his works shall be. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates of the city. Brothers and sisters, the commandment keepers will receive this reward from heaven. That's the reward, the body. First Corinthians 15 verse 51 says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye verse 52 at the last trump for the trump trumpet shall sound and the dead dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed i want you, i want you to take a look at the incorruptible cuz we're going to read about the body remember and 1 Corinthians 15, 44, it says it is raised a spiritual body. Let's take a look at Romans chapter 7. Because, you know, many preachers will say, well, we're going to have a spiritual body, a body of the spirit. We're going, no, that's not what Paul is talking about when he says a spiritual body. First, let's take a look at the meaning of spiritual. Romans chapter 7, verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal sold under sin. That's Romans 7 verse 14. The law is spiritual. The law is spiritual. 1 Corinthians 14. Let's go back up to 1 Corinthians 14 verse 37. If any man think of himself to be a prophet or spiritual, if you think yourself is spiritual, if you think you're spiritual, okay, let him acknowledge that the things I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. So the spiritual things are in the commandments. That's why in 1 Corinthians 10, it says, verse 2, and we're all baptized, who? The children of Israel, unto Moses in a cloud and in the sea. And did eat all the same spiritual meat. Wait a minute. What are the children of Israel back in the times of Moses eating spiritual meat? Verse 4. And did all drink the same spiritual drink? Spiritual. Only thing they had was the law. Mm. 
for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Let's go back. Now, I want you to understand. You see the rock, the capital R O C K. Let's go back. Let's go back and look at what Paul is talking about. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Now, I'm not going to read um, every verse. I'm just going to give you the verses where you see that same old capital R-O-C-K. You're going to see it in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4. Deuteronomy 32, 15. Deuteronomy 32, 18. And Deuteronomy 32, verse 30 and 31. Christ had, has always been back with us because he was the God of the Old Testament, which is a mystery. He has always been back with us from the time of Moses. Paul just revealed in the mystery that the rock in 1 Corinthians 10 and 4 was Christ. Now let's take a look at this spiritual body, this body of the law, this prophesied body. What I want to do is I want to go to the book of Zechariah. Turn with me there to Zechariah. And brothers and sisters, remember that, you know, the Sunday church cannot reveal this to you because if they know, many people are not going to want a house, a car, a job, or they're not going to see prosperity without the law. I've done a podcast episode on that. If you can find that episode, listen to that. It was prosperity without the law, question mark. That was one that I explained to you that there is no prosperity without the law, except it be given from wicked man of the top, which if you go back and read uh, Psalms 10 and 3, it says the wicked, which is the unlawful, blesseth the covetous. Like your pastors, T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Benny Hinn, Joel Alstein, and even to your women pastors, Joyce Meyer and Juanita Bynum. They're all covetous. They're all after money and business. Let's look at this spiritual body. I'm going to start in Zechariah 12 and 8. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 8 says, In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Not all nations, Jerusalem. And he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David, and the house of David as God. The house of David is the 144,000, as an angel of the Lord. So let's take a look at David. Let's take a look at David. Let's get the book of Psalms 18. Psalms 18. And I'm going to start in verse 29 and i'm going to read verse uh 32 to 34. psalms 18 psalms 18 verse 29 says for by thee i have run through a troop now david is running through a troop a troop is an, a, a small army and by my god i have leaped over the wall now brothers and sisters i'm going to tell you something when you go to these little home, these big homes, you'll see a fence or a wall 12, 15 feet high. No, brothers and sisters, the walls that were around cities were 60, 70, and 80 feet tall. Yes, they were. The Bible says David leaped over the wall. 
with his foot to the air over the top of a 50 to 70 foot wall. Understand what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. Understand. Verse 32. It is God that girdeth me with strength. Hmm. Look, let's look at this strength and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet. You know, a deer can jump 20 on the run. A deer could jump about 30 feet through the air. What's David talking? What is David writing through the Holy Spirit? Here? Remember, David had the Holy Ghost. Psalms 1, I mean, Psalms 51, verse 11 through 13. David had the Holy Spirit. What is he writing? What is God? What kind of power did God give him? He setteth me upon high places. He teacheth my hands to war, so a bow of steel is broken by my arms. Now, brothers and sisters, leaping tall walls, bending steel. In order to bend steel, you have to be made of steel. Could this be where Hollywood got the character Superman from? I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave it right there, brothers and sisters. Let's take a look at Samson. Let's take a look at Samson. Because, brothers and sisters, you think Hollywood just thought of this. No, brothers and sisters. Hollywood has made millions, and I mean millions, off the Bible. You just don't know it, brothers and sisters. Let's get Judges chapter 15, and I'm going to read verse 4. I just want to read verse 4. It says, as Samson went and caught 300 foxes and took firebrands and turned tail to tail and put a firebrand in the midst between the two tails. So what Samson did is he went and caught 300 foxes. The Bible says he caught 300 foxes, not with traps, with his feet. Samson ran down 300. Now, you know, a fox goes about 35 miles, 40 miles an hour. And when he runs, he doesn't run straight. He runs and maneuvers, jumps, leaps. Samson just caught him. 300 of them, matter of fact, 300 of them. Got to have some quick, 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 fast, strong legs. Don't talk about no Usain Bolt. He outrun them 10 times again. And as I said, the maneuver up under trees, rocks, whatever they got to do, Samson ran them down. Another character they call the Flash. Hmm. The power, remember they said they'll be like David. David. David had power in the flesh. Super power. And it says at the, uh, at the bottom of Zechariah 12 and 8, and the house of David shall be as God, an angel of the Lord before them, the house of the, the ones of David. So you're going to have the strength of David with the angel of the Lord. Let's, let's, let's look at Christ confirmed that. Christ confirmed that in Luke 20. Christ confirmed that in Luke 20, 36. He said, neither can they die anymore, for they are equal to the angels. Oh. And the 
and are the children of God being the children of the resurrection, the resurrection of life. Brothers and sisters, angels had the power to go up into fire. This is the book of Judges 13, verse 20. For it came to pass when the flame went up toward heaven from off the altar that the angel of the Lord ascended into the flame of the altar and Manoah and his wife looked on and fell on their faces to the ground. Brothers and sisters, we're talking about power in this new body that we're going to receive as a reward. Now, I'm going to tell you why they say the gospel that they say. And this is going to be in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 26. It says, he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him I will give power, power over the nation. Stop, over the nation. So everybody's not going to receive this power. Now think about it, brothers and sisters. If he's going to give you power over nations, all nations aren't going to receive the power. So what that means is we can see why there are different gospels taught because there are people in this world that don't want this to happen. That's why you have so many different gospels. That's why they teach you you're going to go to heaven. Because they know that that's not going to happen. But as many people die knowing that doctrine. Verse 27. Revelation 2, verse 27, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron as the vessels of a potter. Shall they be broken broken to shivers, even as I received as my father. Brothers and sisters, it takes the power of David to do this. This is what the reward is. What's the car? What's the house? What's the job? What's that compared to this? Able to leap and break steel in your newly reformed spiritual body, your prophesied body. Like David says in Psalm 17, verse 15, I'm going to awaken thy likeness. I'm going to be exactly like the Lord with power and glory forever and ever. With that, brothers and sisters, with love and with peace, all praises, I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben. Shalom.